It's Your Health Radio, a special podcast series presented by Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, workers suffering from ergonomic-related injuries require more time off the job than those with other types of workplace injuries and illnesses. Ergonomic injuries at work are a widespread and costly problem. My guest today is Julie Barker. She's a physical therapist with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Welcome to the show, Julie. What is ergonomics? Well, you know, a lot of people sort of struggle with that word. It's kind of an odd word, but if we break that word down... Ergo is from the Greek word ergon, meaning work, and nomos means your natural laws. So ergonomics is the process of designing or arranging workplaces so that they fit the people who use them, rather than trying to get the worker to kind of adapt to the work. So we're primarily concerned with fitting the user, the equipment, and their environment. The better the fit, the more productive, healthy, and happy the worker is. How true. So... What are some of the most common ergonomic injuries that you see? What are people doing out there that you look at and go, oh, God, that's going to cause you so much pain? <laughs> well, I frequently have a habit of uh, sort of criti- critically looking at many people as they're performing their jobs, either sitting at a receptionist desk or um, out in the environment working. But in 2016, there were approximately almost 3 million workplace injuries. It occurred at a rate of almost three per 100 full-time equivalent hours. And now NIOSH, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, reports that 80% of workers will have back pain and 75% of workers will have wrist and hand pain at some time in their working life. And I would say that that's pretty much what I see as well. I predominantly will see back injuries and wrist and hand pain are the the most prevalent injuries that I uh, run across out in the ergonomics field. So what are some of the risk factors that predispose somebody to wrist and hand or back pain from their workstation? Well, there could be many, and it really depends upon what type of workstation you're working in. So if you're working in the office environment, one of the biggest things that I find is the chair, that the worker is not seated correctly. They're not positioned well in their chair. And when we adjust their chair, um, we can then position, we, we basically fit the person into the chair, and then we move the chair up into the workstation and um, tweak different things there, including the mouse, the keyboard, the monitor, to basically make sure that everything is set up to fit that particular individual. You would be surprised at how many times I go in to do an ergonomic assessment and find that the individual has never adjusted their chair, never played with the bells and whistles, so to speak. So that's mainly what I see with the office place worker. In the industrial environment, that's a little bit different. There I tend to see um, more back injuries where the, the work environment is not set up correctly. In other words, they're not doing their lifts in their power zone. Now, the power zone is that place kind of right in front of your belly button, sort of between your knees and your shoulders. Um, When you're doing all of your lifting and your work in that area, you are the least likely to suffer an injury. But if you're working outside of that area, um, maybe in an awkward posture that you sustain for um, static periods of time, those are the type of things that are going to increase an injury um, for you. So that's 
that's pretty much what I see in the industrial area. Um, actually, the other thing is forces. What we oftentimes will see is like knobs or things that don't fit correctly. So a worker is really trying to force something in with those um, pressures on the wrist and the hand. That can really lead to injury. The other thing actually is your task. Oftentimes a, a worker is doing something repetitively over and over and over again. Even though it might not hurt the first few times they do it, when you multiply that little bit of strain for a prolonged period of time, maybe over an 8- or a 10-hour shift, that really accumulates and can promote really that repetitive injury. So that's uh, what I usually see. So what is a good body position? What do you want people that have to sit behind a computer at a desk? Describe the position in a chair for us with their mouse and where the monitor should be and what you tell people every day. Sure. I'd be happy to. So, again, the biggest thing you can do is really fit yourself correctly into your chair. Some of the things you should look for in a chair is that the seat adjusts up and down. I know that sounds pretty basic, but you'd be surprised how many people I see who are not um, adjusted correctly. So the seat height should be correct. The next thing is the seat depth. So you want to make sure that the depth is correct, that you can fit all the way into the back of your chair If your chair is um, too short or too long for you, the depth, then you're not going to sit correctly. In fact, oftentimes I will see somebody either slumped in their chair or perched on the edge of their chair. So if you find that you're doing that, the odds are good that your chair is not adjusted correctly in the seat depth. So you need to take a look at that. What we want to see is that there's about three fingers between the back of your leg and the front of the chair. That's a a good adjustment for where the seat depth should be. The next thing we want to take a look at is where your back um, support is. You want that little lumbar support to be just below your waistline. Most people think it has to be in the waistline. It's actually slightly below the waistline. Um, You should be sitting upright, again, not slumped. When we position you up to your desk, what we want to see is that your elbow has about 90 or slightly more, slightly greater than 90 degrees of a bend in it. We want your wrist to be straight. Um, we want your a keyboard to be as close to the front of your desk as you can get it. Um, oftentimes, I'll tell an employee, I want you to wear your keyboard kind of like a belt right in front of you so that you're not reaching forward. We want the wrist to be straight. In other words, I don't want the Um, hand to be cocked up or to be cocked down. And we also don't want the um, wrist to be twisted either towards the thumb side or the pinky side. It should be straight. So that keyboard, again, should be straight in front of you. And then your monitor should be straight in front of the keyboard. Um, If you use a dual monitor, you want to take a look at if you have uh, really a primary monitor and you use a secondary monitor, then you would want to have the primary monitor pretty much in front of you and the secondary monitor towards your dominant eye. Now, if you use your monitors equally, then you want to be centered in the front of those. Now, as far as your monitor height, I get that question a lot. Um, We want the monitor distance to be about arm's length away, and I want the top of the monitor to be slightly below your eye level. Oh, speaking of that, there's an important thing. If you wear bifocals, That's kind of a big no-no ergonomically because you'll tilt your head up to look through the bottom of the bifocal. 
So if you uh, work on a computer a lot, I really recommend that you invest in a good pair of computer um, focal distance length, um, single focal length lenses. So those are, for an office worker, those are, the, those are the main highlights as far as positioning yourself. Wow, what an amazing description. And I know everybody that's listening to this is going to be doing exactly as you described while you were describing it. That is the beauty of a segment like this. So, Julie, tell us a little bit about your services at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital as an ergonomist and how you can assess people's workstations around the hospital and, and kind of what you do for them. Okay, so at the hospital... Again, we're kind of divided into two areas. We look at um, office-type workstations, so that would be from our, our receptionist that a patient might greet when they first come in, all the way to sort of the back office people who do medical records and data entry, and even up into the executive suite. So there we're really looking at office ergonomics, uh, positioning somebody correctly, so that they're comfortable. When they're comfortable, they're going to work better, they'll be more productive, they're happier employees, and um, all that helps with both um, workers' comp cost reduction and uh, retention and, again, making the employee, employee happy. As far as the more industrial components, there we're, we are looking at the nursing staff. We're looking at how they operate individually, both their interaction with the patient. In other words, do the beds go up and down high enough? There are little um, mobile workstations. Are they positioned correctly on those? Even down to are the wheels performing correctly on those? Um, Then we're looking at the nurse's station. So in other words, the group area that nurses might work in. And we're looking at the task flow. How are the nurses moving through that area? Is it efficient? Um, do they have things where they need to have them at the correct height? Um, are there the amount of things that they have to lift? Are those correct? Really looking at all those things. And again, in the industrial sector, we're also looking at people in warehousing and in our central supply, um, trying to make those processes um, more efficient for them so that they are exerting the most efficient or best amount of energy where they need to. Wow, what great information. Wrap it up for us with your best advice for good ergonomics in the workplace, what you tell people every day, what you really want them to know about the importance of having good body posture and positioning to avoid workplace injuries. Well, probably the the best advice I can give you is pay attention to the tension. In other words, if you're um, feeling an ache or a discomfort, pay attention to that. Call ergonomics, notify ergonomics. We'll come out and take a look at it before it becomes an injury. Um, It's important to us that you're healthy and um, that you're working right and your conditions are good. So really pay attention to the tension. The next most important thing I can say is move it. Get up and move. Um, Many times I'll even intentionally position a printer in a different room so that you get up and move. Um, It's so important that we vary our task. Um, Our muscles need movement from the little muscles in our eyes to the big muscles in our back. We need to be moving. So vary your task, get up when you can, um, and just keep moving it. 
What great information. Thank you so much, Julie, for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.